Hey there. Welcome to the Imperfectly Pollyanna podcast. I am your host, Courtney, a faith-filled homeschool mom of two, licensed medical professional, certified health coach, and eternal optimist. Here at the podcast, we talk about real life, always imperfect, but always finding the good. I'm so glad you're here. Talk about a long break, right? (laughs) Having not aired a new episode in, I think, almost two years, I'm sure many of you have just assumed I stepped away permanently. The truth is that I always intended to return to this space, but had to focus on different priorities. Like you, many things have happened in between today and my last chat with you. I hope to not only fill you in on some of those things, but also share a very exciting adventure happening in our homeschool community. And the word exciting isn't even the best description for it. Before we get into that, though, how about a quick update on just a few things? Since we last spoke, I have been invited to speak at several events as well as on other podcasts. It's been so much fun. My biggest event was being invited to speak at our state homeschool conference last year. I ended up presenting four different workshops. It was such an honor, and I loved meeting people, connecting, and feeling both inspired and encouraged in my own homeschool journey. Not only was I a speaker, but I was able to help a bit behind the scenes. This past summer, my husband and I were invited to become the regional representatives for our area with our state homeschool organization. They are incredible, and I am truly blown away by all the resources they offer homeschoolers. As I am slowly getting to know many other volunteers within the organization, it has been a blessing to speak with others who are just as passionate and willing to take the time needed to help others in our homeschool community. I am still homeschooling my own children, one of them now being in, wait for it, high school. (laughs) When I first started homeschooling, I was worried about failing him, and it was only kindergarten. I wasn't thinking about getting past elementary levels, but now that we're here, well, it's a whole new ballgame of balancing worries and concerns while also embracing the beauty of this new season. We are still very involved with our homeschool co-op, and our spring registration is coming up at the end of this month. Super excited! As far as my full-time job, I'm still working away at those 24-hour shifts. A couple of years ago, I was praying, well, begging, more like it, for the Lord to work it out so that I could quit. I was miserable. I loved the idea of what my job was, but the day-to-day had become so stressful that I would cry as I drove in. I asked the Lord to just do something, anything. And guess what? He sure did. Without going into too much detail, I am no longer miserable, anxious, or stressed like I was. Things changed in a way that not only answered my prayer, but made it enjoyable. My youngest still isn't thrilled at me being gone overnight, but we know it isn't forever, and it's still part of God's plan. There are tons of other things that have happened personally and professionally, but I've got something to share with you that just can't wait any longer. (laughs) If you've not listened to one of my podcasts before, then you may not be prepared for the direction this will go. Buckle up. I am an over-explainer, overthinker, details-matter type of person. I like telling stories because... I enjoyed the journey of reading a good book, not just reading the last page or reading a one-sentence wrap-up of what's inside. And sometimes it may seem like I'm just circling in several directions, but it all comes together in the end. So instead of just blurting out the end result, I'm going to give you some of the things that have led up to this moment unfolding as we speak. Okay, here we go. 
Ever since I began podcasting, and actually before that, I had had this ongoing belief that as parents, we are called to both protect and lead our children. Homeschooling for us is a time when our children are like seedlings in a greenhouse. We protect them from certain elements while exposing them to others as they become stronger. We do not keep them in a bubble, but instead we teach them how to put on the full armor of God so that when they are strong enough, they can not only withstand the world's push, but be able to push back. I have said it over and over, but we are raising warriors, and we have been chosen for such a time as this. We are not called to teach our kids how to fit in. In fact, there's been this long-time thought that homeschoolers are quote-unquote weird, yet it is simply because anything or anyone that does not fit the mold that society has built is seen as weird. Frankly, I'd rather my family be seen that way and following what the Lord has called us to do than follow society's norm. Anywho, during the last several years of growing and my own personal relationship with the Lord, I have been drawn to the story of Joshua. And more than just his battle against Jericho, as the song says. (laughs) But before I go in depth with that connection, here's a peek at some of the backstory with my family line. My dad has been the senior pastor at my church for over 45 years. Before him, my mother's dad, my pop, was the pastor. As you can likely imagine, our connection to our church runs deep, both with our family and the building. At my pop's funeral, there was a lot of talk about leaving a legacy, and his story is one of heartache, abandonment, redemption, and hope. My mom's love of and loyalty to Jesus is credited to her parents' example. My parents have had their own story of heartbreak and doubt, yet full of love and the Lord's provision. My dad has always been one of my most favorite people in the world, and if you were to ask me any question about practically anything that I didn't know, I'd say to ask my dad. He's been the one who our family sees as a physical example of what it means to be Jesus to someone, no matter how they treat you or what else is happening in life. He is full of a genuine love for people. He's a guy version of my optimistic self, and we have had so many wonderful conversations that have left us crying, laughing, shaking our heads in agreement, and even being challenged. Despite people being, well, imperfect people, and despite the things he and my mom have been through, they've never stopped trusting God had a plan. He has always told our family that he would keep preaching until God told him otherwise, and so far he hasn't heard differently. Have you read the story of Moses? I've talked about him before here on the podcast, but God called him to lead the Israelites, regardless of how imperfect Moses felt he was. And God showed up in big ways every time. Before Moses' season had passed, there was someone coming up alongside of him who would take the baton. And that man was Joshua. He was instructed to be strong and courageous. Do not tremble or be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. And the Lord used Joshua in big ways as well. Sometimes, okay, a lot of time, in life, our minds can get the best of us. How many times have you felt you were to walk a certain path, make a certain decision, or let go of a certain thing that left you feeling a bit on shaky ground? Even when you believe in Jesus, we all have that feeling like Peter sinking in the water. When we begin making decisions that not only affect us, but our kids and family, it can be scary. Maybe some people feel so very confident in their decisions that they don't question them at all. They are very matter-of-fact people. 
I am not that people. (laughs) I'm the people that overthinks everything. It's something that I say the Lord is just still working me through it. There is more than one time in scripture in which similar words are spoken as far as be strong and courageous. There are verses of being anxious for nothing, not worrying about tomorrow, and all of those things that sound wonderful when you are on top of the mountain until you're in the desert and questioning if there really is a God at all, not to mention if he truly has a plan and a purpose for you. Most of those worries happen, I am learning, when we are like Peter and take our eyes off of Jesus. When we make it about ourselves or try to control the plan, that is when it gets complicated. In the world of homeschooling, it can become overwhelming looking at different styles, various activities to plug into, and even comparing ourselves to each other. That Pinterest or Instagram type of image we see online still runs true in the homeschool community. And if you aren't careful, you can go from feeling inspired to giant failure in a five seconds, guaranteed. If you've ever felt a pull to do something and weren't quite sure if it was from the Lord or your human desires, just know that you're not the only one. But see, God is not a God of confusion or fear. If he has led you to this place, then you can trust he has a plan. He has chosen you for a reason. He has chosen you to parent the child you are raising, and that is not something he takes lightly, nor should you. When we pray, he listens. Even on those nights, in those moments, when it feels as if you are talking to a wall, he is still there. When you feel ill-equipped for the job at hand, he will provide. Time and again, we read that those who seemed to be nothing special or imperfect were ones who were used to do the big things. Repeatedly, we all stumble in doubt. We are not perfect and do not have to be. Aren't you glad for that? I know I sure am. I am a big believer that anyone can homeschool if given the right resources. It's not just always so cut and dry as to where you can find those resources, though, which is where finding a buddy or community truly comes in handy. This past May, our church came together and discussed the future and where we were headed. It has always been our desire to do God's will, and that has not changed. The voting members made the decision to be open to any possibilities the Lord had planned, even if it meant selling the building and property. Now, as I mentioned earlier, this place is a part of my childhood. It is so much more than just a building to me. And the idea of walking out of those doors and never returning, it just chokes me up now and it just felt too hard to even imagine. So I took a note from my parents and decided to just trust Jesus. I told, actually, I cried to God, telling him my heartbreak. I asked him, Lord, just just fix it. And if he couldn't fix it, then to please grant me peace over it all. I felt like a little child bringing their favorite broken toy to their parent to put it back together. I didn't know what that would look like. But I did trust that he knew my heart and already had his perfect plan. Fast forward a few weeks, and the question was presented to me after church if I thought the homeschool community could use the building space. I shut it down very quickly. Like, immediately, no. Pretty sure I caught the person off guard who asked because of how fast I replied. At the time, we were finishing up our co-op session, and it felt overwhelming to even think something like that was possible. 
Once our family got home, I felt guilty and began spilling my excuses out to my husband. I told him about how it was all just too much and there was too much that would need to be done to the building, too much to clean up, too much to fix, too much time needed, too much money needed. It was all just too big. I went on to share that I had had things and ideas in my head and heart over the years with desires, but I had shut them down because I didn't need one more thing on my already full plate. I told him how all the things that needed to be done, even simply cleaning out rooms that hadn't been used in years, were too much for just us to do because we weren't a big congregation filled with able-bodied people. And in a moment, my husband, who has never been one to say needless things, says to me, but isn't that what the homeschool community is about? Rallying together to help one another? I immediately felt like I had received a spiritual yet loving slap in the face. I replied, well, uh, you're not wrong. Not being sure where else to go in that moment, we just agreed to pray about it. <laughs> and we did just that. And we continued to talk about it. I spilled my heart out several times, sharing fears, dreams, worries, hopes, and we prayed some more. Other doors that had looked to be open for the church building was shut. And so we decided to speak with my parents and members of the board and staff as we all continued to pray for wisdom and direction. Truth be told, I repeatedly told everyone that no matter how great the idea sounded, it was so big that I wasn't going to volunteer for it at all. But if God said to do it, I was 100% in, knowing he would provide for our needs physically and financially. And goodness knows I didn't want to not do something he told me to do. I reached out to the director of our state homeschool organization, asking if she knew of grants available to organizations for building upkeep. I didn't tell her what we were doing. She shared with me about a project that someone else in the homeschool community, not locally, had done and likely had knowledge of that type of thing. So I just kind of like took that information, propped it up in the back of my head and carried on. But I eventually looked the project up and it was as if the dreams and thoughts in my head had been dumped out right in front of me to look at. I sent the link to a fellow homeschool mom and friend. It took several weeks, but she eventually called me about something completely unrelated, and ironically, right after I'd had another heart-pouring session again with my husband over this whole situation. And at the end of the call, she mentioned that she'd looked at the link and was inspired by what she saw. She was like, wow, that, that is incredible. And I was like, yep, sure is. <laughs> and she asked me, she said, can you imagine what something like that would do for our community? Like, if we had a space like that? I tried to contain myself, and I just simply kept replying with, yep, it would be pretty great. So then she starts sharing that she had recently been speaking to another mutual homeschool friend about how wouldn't it be cool if our co-op had a space dedicated to it, and then she went on with the ideas for other groups to possibly be able to use the space as well. And she wasn't sure why all these ideas just kept pouring out of her mouth. Y'all, she had zero idea of what I was about to share. She didn't know what was going on with our building, nor did she know where our hearts were. But I then began sharing what was happening. And there were goosebumps all around. <laughs> about a week prior to that conversation, 
I had spoken with another homeschool mom who leads a different co-op and has recently outgrown the space they'd been meeting at. She had posted her excitement about the growth on Facebook, but how they were praying for the Lord to provide a space for them. I messaged her to talk on the phone because I had that all-familiar feeling of a nudge to tell her what was going on. But I asked her about her stuff first, and once she shared more about her group and what her dreams were, they were a lot of dreams that were very similar to mine. And then I began sharing what was happening, again with all the goosebumps. (laughs) We went on vacation in September, and I began feeling I needed to speak to specific people, and so I started giving each one a call. With each call that I made and every conversation since then, we have been shown over and over that this was being directed by someone bigger than all the too big and too much. See, it wasn't just one little girl taking her broken toy to her daddy to fix. It was many individuals with their own struggles, desires, and needs, bringing them to the one who had always had a plan and had been planting it in each of our hearts to form one big purpose. He just happens to now be allowing us the opportunity and the blessing to see the puzzle pieces beginning to move together. We've prayed and cried, made notes, gathered plans, and now, now it is time to share with you that are listening. Because as I've said before, those who listen to this podcast are listening for a reason. I don't always know the reason, but. I actually don't really have to. Throughout the last several months, I have done my very best to only move when God tells me to. I truly desire to make each step, each decision, in the direction he leads. It doesn't mean I've not had moments of doubt because I am imperfect. It doesn't mean I don't have little snippets of worry, like little voices saying, What if you are rejected? What if people think you're crazy? What if they jump in and then jump right back out when it's hard? And so many other voices. Voices that are not from God at all. The thing is, one thing I've learned in life is that when I am met with those doubts and fears, if I delight myself in the Lord, then the desires in my heart will be there because he put them there. And it doesn't mean it'll be easy. In fact, anything that involves the lives of our children and our future is going to have some times of difficulty. The world doesn't have to understand. Everyone doesn't have to agree with our decision. There will be people who will hate us. But even if, even if everything around us comes crashing down, if we hold fast to what we know we have been called to do, to be a refuge, protectors, building a foundation that is rooted in Christ, being a well of refreshing waters that all who come will be renewed, encouraged, and loved. We do not need to fear. In fact, we can rejoice because being weird means going against the current. And is that really a bad thing? It is my honor to share with you that the big thing that is coming to our community is a not-for-profit homeschool hub. This, (laughs) this will be a place that will house resources for homeschooling families such as co-ops, groups, classes, tutoring, clubs, and so much more. It will be a place for those just starting out and needing help, those who perhaps have already been homeschooling and need encouragement, those navigating high school and beyond. It will be a place, a space, 
to provide unwavering support, enriching resources, and personalized guidance for families through a faith-based lens. We are dedicated to fostering a nurturing environment where parents are empowered to take the lead in their children's education. We believe that each child is a unique creation of God, and it is our mission to support parents in nurturing their family's spiritual and academic development. Through a comprehensive range of resources, classes, and guidance, we aim to create a close-knit community where families unite to share knowledge and experiences. We will instill in them a deep sense of purpose, compassion, and commitment to serving others. Together, we prepare our children to be ready to face the challenges of this era with courage, conviction, and a rooted foundation. Up until the evening of January 1st, 2024, we still didn't have a name. I had done the whole begging and crying to God and, you know, it didn't end the way that I wanted it to. (laughs) But I'm happy to say that we now have a name because God is right on time like that. But you'll have to wait for that to be revealed. It won't be revealed here, (laughs) at least not today. We have already been cleaning out rooms and renovating just a little bit. We've done um, a small fundraiser, a few people have donated things, and yet there's still so much to be done. If you are local, we are holding a meeting this Saturday, January 13th at 1 p.m. at Metro Christian Center, which will be the hub's location. We will share what has been done to this point, what's next, and where we are headed, as well as offer anyone to take a tour through the building and back property to catch the vision. Now, if you are unsure where that is located, please send me an email at imperfectlypollyanna.com or find me on Facebook under Imperfectly Pollyanna, unless you're friends with me already on Facebook, or ask the person who shared this with you, because I'm sure there is power in numbers, and I'm hopeful this will reach the right people by word of mouth. I am only one person, and this will quite literally take a community coming together. Now, you don't have to be a homeschool family to be a part. (laughs) You can be a grandparent, friend, aunt, uncle, traditional school parent, businessman or woman, have a passion for families and or children, believe in the importance of a strong foundation in education, have felt a calling to be a part of something bigger than yourself or anywhere in between. Come on in. Make yourself at home. We are gathering together to walk across the Jordan and do big things. A change is coming for Southern Indiana, and we invite you to walk with us. I truly hope to see you on Saturday or in the coming months. I'm hoping this podcast finds its way to someone who may be needing some positivity or encouragement with faith, homeschool, health, or life. And if that's you, you found a friend who understands. I'd love to connect, so make sure to subscribe and then send me a quick hello over at imperfectlypollyanna.com. Remember, You are loved, and I am glad you're here. See you next time.